Welcome to the Presser Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the first uh, episode of the Presser Basketball Pod. Um, happy to be here. Matthew, what's popping? Happy Sunday. What's going on? It's the Lord's Day, man. It's the Lord's Having Day. Having a good time. Enjoying the weather. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the Skulks uh, doing this pod right now. I'm kind of happy. It's plus 21. Little Lake is on the shore right now. So I'm pretty uh, happy that I'm here. You're going to catch your first uh, bass out there? Yeah, we're getting the first fish going, man. Be the first. Before we continue, though, uh, I want to just thank uh, everybody for telling us to, to do this. It's been a long time coming. Um, and please join us on Instagram. There will be a Twitter account also. So that's coming soon. Um, lastly, shout out to the Hall of Famers last night. Uh, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe for being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Those guys are legends. Uh, those guys made me watch basketball, so shout to them. And I love the big fundamental. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Top three. So Tim Dunk with that bank shot, Tim eh? Duncan, bro. That, that, that's that's your inspiration right there. Bro, grade eight, that was the guy who I looked upon and like, this guy is a great scorer, great leader. And didn't say much, but, you know, was a great player. Don't. But we're here now. But thank you guys for joining, and let's let's get it going, Matthew. Let's get it going. The end of the season is just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Finito, we are moving into the play-in tournament, and it was actually an incredible end of the season. I think for the first time in a very long time, mm-hmm. we watched the last month, which is like unheard of in the last uh, little bit. So we're gonna talk about the good. The bad and the ugly, the ugly. of this season. <laughs> I'm not talking about you, Ains. Right. <laughs> I, I ain't ugly. You know that. <laughs> okay. So um, let's go with your uh, number one. What is your? What's the best thing you saw this season? It could be a player. It can be a team. It can just be overall news. What's your n- number one overall good feedback of this year? Okay. So what I did, I did a uh, top three surprises and top three letdowns. Right. So I didn't do it based mm-hmm. on player. Um, I think that's too easy. So I did teams. I like team success, right? Because I feel like in order to win things in, in the NBA, you need to have team success. Um, so what I went for for top three surprises, I went with the uh, the Phoenix Suns. No one thought the Phoenix Suns would be a number two seed in the West. True or false, Matthew? There was no way I would put them there in, in the top three. There was absolutely no way. I saw the addition with Chris Paul in the summer, and I'm like, mm, Chris Paul's good, probably like a four or five seed in the West. I, I was not thinking he would be that much of a factor. Um, and you know what? Honestly, he's probably in my top five, like, MVP, like, in the race of MVP because he's done so much, like, so well um, in the course of the season. So uh, that's one. I would say the 76ers also being number uh, number one seed. Um, I didn't – they kind of took a step uh, up this year. I thought they'd be more of, like, a 4-5 seed. But, you know, Ben Simmons is being Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid, despite being injured – most of this, well, not most, probably like half of the season played well. Um, who I thought should have been MVP but got injured two months ago. And lastly, I'm gonna go with Madison Square Garden. The New York freaking Knicks are fourth in the East. When was the last time the Knicks? This were guy in took the my playoffs? number one. I had to, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Buddy, the Knicks are the fourth in the East. Are you kidding me? Come on. Let's go. Let's. Who would have thought, man? Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Derek Rose. Come on, Matthew. Who would have thought? Right. O- Obi Toppin's still on that team. Stop it. Stop. 
<laughs> coach, coach Tibbs puts him in for uh, 30 seconds. Get misses two shots. You're back. You're back out here. Get, get back on the bench. Do you know what he averages uh, on the season? Like five points. It's kind of degrading, actually. It's better than I thought. It's, it's better than I thought. He gets no, he gets no PT at all. It's kind of crazy. Going back to the Phoenix, I didn't have him in my top three, but hindsight 2020, Chris Paul turned those bums OKC into a sixth seed last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it should have been expected that with, with the bubble that the Phoenix had going undefeated, with the addition of Chris Paul, the continuity mm-hmm. of their coach, Monty Williams, continued to develop that whole team. I think it's... Expected to be honest, but expected. it was still a shock. Still expected. a shock. We expected. I mean, with all the things coming together, right? Mm-hmm. If you put two and two together, you, uh, the rise was there. Yep. It was just really dependent on the players coming together. I think the one maybe disappointment on and off was Aiden this he, season. He was one of the yeah. Um, he took a, yeah, he did took a step back a little bit. And I think it's just because he they prioritized uh, like Mikel Bridges and the overall bench. They had, I think, Sarich or Sarich. They had Frank the Tank campaign, coming off the bench, hitting those threes. Man, campaign, 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 man. I think That's they were just winning by uh, by committee mm-hmm. in Phoenix. Yeah. Right. When it comes down to Philly, is it is it a coach upgrade? Is it because the team didn't drastically change? They still have the same core players. Yep. Is it? Coach Doc again unlocking. Um, who's their small forward? Wow, slipping my mind. Tobias. Tobias. Is it, he's because Tobias up. has yeah. played both he the seasons it. with Doc. He's been great, right? Yep, he has been. Um, with, with that, I think uh, coaching change was definitely a thing for the t- success this year. Um, but I would say for the first time in his career, Tobias Harris is playing to his contract. People forget Tobias gets paid three million dollars a year. And he was, and people just let him get like little, like what, 15 points, and it was okay. Tobias Harris gets paid like one of the top tier players in the league. He has to at least play like one of the top 10 players. And you know what? He's played a, like a top 15 player in the league this year. So I think that's the reason why. Him and Chris Middleton are the exact same player at this exact, point. It was like... Exactly. The exact same player. <laughs> the exact same player. Offense will give you 20 points, shooting a great from the field, pretty productive. They do a good job. And they're a good. I, um, I remember last team. year, the. Every time Philadelphia would lose, yeah. he wasn't even mentioned as Never. part of the issue. This guy can't pay thirty million dollars. I mean, you got to do something. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's what really co- I think that's what Doc unlocked. Mm-hmm. I think it's to 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 the advantage of the team. I think in the playoffs, we'll have someone to actually be able to close besides Embiid. Yeah, and I think they'll go far this year. I think Danny Green has had an okay season because he's always been a three and D person. And I think he's done great this year. Uh, Dwight Howard off the bench has been doing great. Um, so definitely, I think that team could probably reach you know the conference finals and see if they can give uh, Brooklyn a battle there. But we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, my pick this year, I think, was last month. I got Joel Embiid as my MVP, but, you know, injuries and all that. Mm-hmm. Thing, so. so you mentioned the Knicks, right? That was actually my number one surprise. Number one, and I overall, the good. <laughs> Of uh, the season, yeah. the New York Knicks are back. Yeah. I can't do a Stephen A. You can't do it. You but, can't do but, it. but the New York Knicks are the full <laughs> seed in the Eastern Conference, and I mean they're 40-31. Yeah. They have a top five defense they, all season. Number one in the in the league in defense. No, is it? I thought number they're. One, I think they're number four. Number one in the league, Matthew, in defense. I cannot. I, yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then my top three letdowns. This may 
have some controversy here, but you got to hear me out, okay? So, my three teams that kind of, like, uh, disappoint me this season, I would say, is the Los Angeles Lakers, my team. Um, the reason why I would say they had a down year this year, just because I thought with the absence of an AD um, and LeBron, um, partially within, within the season, I thought the pieces that they got, like Montrezl Harrell, um, Marcus Saul, um, Dennis Schroeder, um, would kind of like still keep them afloat, um, but they didn't play that well the last couple of months. Um, they didn't, um, I mean, they're in the playoff, they're playing now, and I feel like if the team was well-rounded, they should at least be in a fifth or sixth seed scenario, not in the play-in. That's why I'd say they are on my uh, top three letdowns list. But but with all their injuries, they yeah. still maintained it like a top two defense in the league, if not a top one, with Caruso leading the charge. Isn't that Buddy, something to I'm, give them to? I mean, they're entering. Be a seventh seed. That should not happen. But LeBron paid like sixty percent of the season. AD yeah. has been injured all year. Right. What, what did you expect with their two top players being out? I mean, they're basically carried by no, those guys. I, I, I thought that the defense would would be there, obviously, but I, I thought it'd be, be a bit more offense and. There were a couple games. With, who, who's, is Cal Kuzma going to start hitting four Wait, threes a game? What are we, we talking about? Kyle, what are we talking we about? We gave Kyle a contract this year. I, I'm thinking this guy's going to give me some at least 15 points per game. This guy gives me two, then gives me 15, then three, then then 30. Like he, he's not consistent, and that's the, the problem with this team is that there's no one I can rely on except Dennis Schroeder. Usually gives me pretty reliable numbers, and then probably Caruso. Besides that, I cannot trust anybody because there's times where Montrezl Harrell gets DNP'd. And I'm just like, what's what's going on here, right? Um, secondly, I'm gonna go with the Pelicans. My God, the the talent. Oh, I forgot. I didn't even have them on my list. Yep, I forgot I about the they even existed in the league. I got the Pelicans just because they're not even in a planned scenario. Are you kidding me? You tell me you got Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Zion Williamson, and you cannot make a plan? Come on, Matthew. Come on. Crap. Remember, Zion has a fractured finger, man. How could Cut. they make? How could they have made it in? You know what? As, as much as much as I blame, um, Stan Van Gundy, I blame that they can't play defense. Ains they're like the one of the worst defensive Matthew, teams. Like how? Brandon Ingram forgot how to play defense when he Jesus left Los Angeles. Christ. How does that make sense, though, Matthew? Your coach is a defensive-minded coach, and what you're 24 in the league. You have Stephen Adams. You have you have uh, Eric Bledsoe, yeah. and you have Lonzo Ball, and you're that bad at defense. Matthew, I don't get it. Fourth in the in the league. In defense, and Stan Van Gundy is your coach. He's a defensive-minded coach. That makes absolutely no sense, right? But you know, I won't get started with that because I'll I'll go on for hours with that. Lastly, this one you may have a bit of uh, an issue with, but I don't give a fuck. It is the Golden State Warriors. Um, I'm my, just gonna log off now. No, you we can walk. I don't, fuck. I don't even care. I'm saying this it's shit. It's been great. Fuck you. No, Stan, no, listen, Steph Curry, yes, he is top five in MVP, you know, talks and all that. This guy can give you 30, 40, he gives you all the great numbers. His team sucks. And if you are that player, you have to do more. You, you should not be in a scenario where you're 10th in the West. But you're saying Steph Curry has to do more? Yes, do more. What, he's going to give more. out his kidney? He's going to donate no, his kidney dude, to somebody no, no, Matthew, in the organization? Matthew, I... But well, he's playing with Kelly Oubre, who can't hit a shot if 
if he was in front of the bats, no, and wouldn't. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go for Draymond it. Draymond Green only plays well. Well, he's playing actually terrific this year, but he, he can't play with guys who can't catch the ball and who can't read what the offense is giving them. I mean, when the defense is giving them. You suck off Steph Curry like no one, like no one's no, like no one else business. This, business is, bro. this is why you needed me, man, because people are going to cancel you from no, what day do you, one. What do, you, what do you mean? Steph Curry is, you say, is a top, what, five player in the league, right? Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So why the frig is this team in the in the, in the eighth spot? Because, because they have three competent players and Jordan Poole. <laughs> He's been good. He's actually been good. <laughs> no, my, my my thing is just I, I just feel Steph Curry gives these numbers out and they look nice. Ains, but like, I don't when, like when they triple team Steph yeah. Curry, who right. is he supposed to kick it out to make a basket? Uh, Draymond Green, uh, Kelly Oubre, Draymond Andrew, Green Andrew is, Wiggins. Who's Dr- Draymond Green's been great for them. Offensively, no, but defensively, he carried them to a fifth mm-hmm. uh, position in the defensive rate. Like they're the fifth in defense all year okay. with just Draymond Green. What are you talking about? No, I, I don't know. Steph Curry needs to do more for me, bro. I, I, if, if people are going to put him at a different echelon, a different tier, he needs to be a lot better. Um, so scoring champion Steph Curry. <laughs> you think he got jokes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's what you. What about you? Oh, what's, what's your? You should, you should just. You should have stuck to the two, man. I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna limit you to two. What, from what, now what's on. yours? Because I want to hear your bullshit now. I want to hear what. Number what one, I have Victor Oladipo. Whoa! Wow! That's a good one. Two two times this year, okay. he's been offered contract extensions. Once with Indiana for twenty five million a year. And declined. Yep. Houston, forty eight million for two years. Mm. Declined. Mm. Place. Four games with Miami. Mm-hmm. Quad surgery. When's the last time Oladipo has been relevant? 2018. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think 2019. Um, and, and and what makes it worse is everyone knows he wants to be in Miami. He wanted to be in Miami since he got drafted oh, in Orlando yeah, yeah. and realized it wasn't Miami. Right. So at this point, what is he going to get? A minimum? Who like, wants him? He's going to miss the year. Well, that's what Brian Windhorst anyway reports. So who knows what that guy? But. <laughs> <laughs> but if he misses the year, what's his contract gonna look like? He basically gonna lose out on like forty million in the next two See, years. I feel like player, players like him like betting on themselves, right? They they feel like they'll bet on themselves and they'll get <laughs> Isaiah the Thomas. They're, see, and, and that's the risk you take injury, right? And but he wasn't Ains, but he knew he wasn't hundred percent. That's mm-hmm, the thing. Mm-hmm. Like doctors, I'm pretty sure told him that you know it's. It's not the way you're going to be like you were, you were in 2018 when you were an all-NBA caliber player. Yeah, I, I think it was – maybe he didn't want to be in Houston. I understand that. didn't want to be in Indiana, but it just looks bad now for him. Well, the, the thing is, I was reading an article yesterday, and the injury and, – ending injury, obviously, so he won't be used in the playoffs. Um, and then also next season too, right? So – what team is going to give Victor Oladipo the money he deserves, right? Like, if, if you're a GM, Matthew... But if he doesn't want to go there, that's the problem. And, it doesn't matter it who, is. who it is. If he wants to stay in Miami, this is what they're going to give him. You know okay. what I mean? How much would you give him? Like I'm saying, I'm giving him, like, mids, like, eight maximum and I'll be, for a year. But and I'll be pissed I don't off. even think he's going to get that. They're going to have to max, or not max, but they're going to have to give Duncan Robinson uh, a very large contract. I mean, people like Bertans are getting 80 million to shoot from 35 feet. So Duncan's going to get that. They're, they're going to be almost max at their cap. I don't know what they're going to do with them. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. So moving on, uh, Boston mm-hmm. is my second loser of the year. Yeah, I was on my list too, but I took them out for uh, Yeah, for... I mean, with 
their current loss or their last few losses being to the Cavs, the Bulls, mm-hmm. the Thunder, yep. the Hornets, who they're competing with My for team, a play-in spot. Hornets, yes, sir. I mean, without Jalen Brown, who, who's their second best player? At this point, I think it's Marcus Smart. I was going to go with Pritchett, man. And, and again, this is why you need to be on the pod because it's just nonsense. I'll play with you. He, he, I like, he's one of my favorite uh, guys off, off the bench, but no, it's definitely Marcus Smart. Um, right? And he yeah. is shooting under 40% from the field. Yeah. So if that's your second best player, I mean, it's going to be a clean sweep. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. And he's been injured too um, most of the season. Yeah. Probably, right? And Kemba's been like an icy hot pack. He's not fully healthy yet. Hot, cold, hot, cold. He's I mean, healthy. He can't play defense, and with those knees, it gets worse every year. But, Matthew, as you said before, they should have did something at the trade deadline, and you didn't do anything to fill that center spot because that really fucked them now. You know what I mean? I mean, they had Al Horford a year ago. Yeah. They had Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Uh, That that being said, they had to trade Al Horford because they they traded tights at the deadline. They did. I mean, they did, yeah. And he was good for them, too. For the past. I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And then my actual, my third. Yeah. Bad take would be the Chicago Bulls. Wow. That's kind of harsh, you don't think? Buddy, they're on the Making rise. it to the 11th seed while giving away two first-rounders, Wendell Carter. Mm. Mm. I don't I don't see where the profit is. If Vooch isn't even in your timeline, what is he, 31, 32? Yeah, he's in his latter years. Yeah, I, I I don't see it. If they didn't make the playoffs, the play in this year... As soon as Levine went out, the team is a dumpster fire. <laughs> right? 30 and 41. Uh, I mean, that's not going to cut it. And in the it's not going to cut it. And you, you would think that with Vucevic, they can make a little playoff push for at least a play-in spot? Nope. Not at all. They fell apart. I mean, Wendell Carter is thriving in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, he's doing better than what they could develop. I just don't see Chicago as a developing team, especially with Laurie Markin is probably going to bounce yeah. this summer. Uh, well, I like Kobe White. Kobe White's always been one of my yeah, favorite players. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 and that's what I was saying. He's one of my bright spots. You have Patrick Williams yep, having he's good, good games. Yep, he's good, too. Yep. But if you have a guy who's 21 and Patrick Williams, I don't mean, I think he's 21. He might be younger. But, and then you have a guy who's a Vooch, who's 31. It doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't really. And you just sense. lost two first-rounders. There we go. So where's so where's your future? You just, you just use it. That's what I'm, they're middling. They're just middling. They're basically yeah. Orlando. Vooch went from Orlando to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what it feels like. It's just colder in, uh, in Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> I feel you. Exactly. I hear you. I hear you. So with the season wrapping up, we sure. have the awards coming up. Yes, sir. Well, I guess they're not. They should. They should be honestly this week. They're probably going to be announced in two months, so when no one cares anymore, it's right, the middle of summer. Finals. People are out having margaritas. <laughs> no one's going to care. Okay. So but let's go through it. Let's go through them quickly, right? Let's let's see. Who do you have for your MVP? MVP. Um, well, at the beginning of the season, it was LeBron James. He's been playing subpar due to injury, so I can't say his name. Say his name, um, but my <laughs> the Joker, uh, Nikola Jokic. Did I say that correctly? I know he's your mm-hmm. so I'll make sure I say, I say his name correctly. Yes, sir. Um, he has been balling, balling. He's been balling like no other. He's been healthy all season. Um, I mean, this guy has been averaging 26, 10, and 8 as my center. Are you kidding me? Shooting a great percentage, um, shooting above 38% from the three-point line. What more? An average defender? 
average, yeah. He's got better defensively, which is like which is the key thing in his game. That's one thing we scrutinize um, for Jokic. Um, and what a top five team in the in the West. What more do you want, right? I, I think he's third seed right now. He is a third seed, right? I think. T- yeah, I think. It, what, what, it, it, all, it all comes down. It all comes down to what happens tonight. Uh, tonight. Yep, that's right. Yep. So I have Jokic as well. I think it's a. a I think it's pretty easy. I mean, the way I look at it is every month it was basically Jokic versus somebody. You yep. know what I mean? It was Jokic and LeBron, Jokic and Embiid for a while, Jokic and Harden. As soon as all those guys go down, the last man standing usually wins the award. Mm. No, that's what happened. I have I, yep. I have uh, Embiid as my second, and then Steph Curry would be my third. Uh, ideally, though, if injuries was not a th- well, not a thing, injuries always happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, like if if we don't put injuries, if you can just put everyone in the hyperbolic time chamber so they could heal. Joel Embiid is my my pick, hundred percent, bro. He had a yeah amazing season. Like, per minute bro. standpoint, I would agree. Yeah. So I think that was pretty easy. Yep. Let's move on to Defensive Player of the Year. I think also, I don't think there should be an argument, but I know you're going to argue it anyway. So uh, who's your Defensive Player of the okay, Year? Okay, so I want to argue this, but it makes no sense because I don't have any credible sources to argue this. Yeah. It gets me teased. So i got to close my eyes and just say it's Gobert, even though I don't want to talk <laughs> He, he's won 20 of these awards, bro. What, what about, like, voters' remorse, bro? We can't keep going for the same player. I, I think just his his on and off numbers are just staggering. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's literally the only player who... it. I mean, they have... Uh, who's there for? Uh, it is... Royce O'Neal. I think Royce, he's been I like positive. Him. I, I think like Mike Klein's been decent lost. as well. But overall, yeah. everything's driven into Rudy Gobert. He is the focal point. I mean, without them, I don't know if they'd be even a middling team, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Pretty obvious. Yep. So I think we, we agreed there for sure. So we're two for two. Sec, who's your second? Uh, Runner-up was going to be Ben Simmons, man. Um, yeah. He, buddy, this guy can guard any position, and we give this we give him shit for not having a three-point shot. You know what? He knows his role, and you can't hate on a player who knows what he's good at. And if he's good at playing defense and scoring in the paint, that's his game, right? So uh, I couldn't give him a number one, but he will definitely win it in the next couple of years. Next five years, he'll win at least two. two okay. Three, so I can see I that happening, especially with Rudy's going to fall off. I, I do he, see yeah, Ben Simmons yeah, being that yeah, clear. He'll have his time. I think he's just like a supercharged Draymond Green when it comes down supercharged to it. Supercharged Draymond Green, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Draymond Green, but okay, that works. <laughs> and then uh, for third, my third spot, I had Joel Embiid, actually. Yep, he was my third, too. Okay, I mean, they kind of can- cannibalize on their own, you know, team in terms of, I think, votes as well. But uh, Rudy Gobert didn't have a, a Ben Simmons on his team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what, that, that's the difference there. And he played for a majority of the season. Um, I think it's also pretty clear. I think another clear one, most improved. I think there's only one player. It's not even close. Julius Randle. Buddy, it's not a question. Yeah. There is no debate. 24, 10, and 6. Buddy, I mean, it doesn't get more uh, real than that. Um, as your power forward, um, I, the thing about Julius Randle's story is that when he first got drafted to the Lakers, I would have never thought he would become the player he is today. But my God, he has improved from last season. So um, definitely, he's my MIP. I think it's pretty clear. I think we can even move on. I mean, yeah, he's basically no improved in everything that people thought he could not do. Yep. Uh, from every standpoint, I had uh, Rozier and Grant as my two and three. Oh, two and three. Yeah, Rozier was in mind too. I like Rozier had a great season also. Great season. He did. A guy who feels like he's playing better than Kemba during that trade, everyone Funny. laughed. 
at Terry Rozier being punked in the playoffs. But you forget though. Oh no, he was doing the. Was he doing the punking? He was doing the punking. <laughs> punking. Play, he so. was doing the punking. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was. That's my mistake. But after yeah. that, he kind of fell off a little bit the next season, he wasn't did. doing performing. And then mm-hmm. this year, he's back to it. I mean, he's one of the top five three-point shooters with volume. That core in Charlotte, man, so excited to watch. Their future um, for that franchise are on, on the rise, man. Like, from LaMelo Ball to all of them, they're going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I think speaking of LaMelo Ball, rookie of the year. Okay, who's yours? Who's yours? I have Lamelo. Edwards come is up there. I mean, for his last that thirty games, averaging twenty-five. Matthew, come Listen, on. Listen, I'm Jesus. watching the highlights. I can't oh help it. God. I can't help it. I think also the impact of Lamelo is greater than Edwards. He did. He was their second best player all year. Are you finished second clock now or what? Isn't it your team? Isn't Charlotte your favorite that's team? My, that's my team, but I'm not gonna be biased, bro, because I see him all the time on Instagram, bro. So who's Ant- your number one? Is Ant- Edwards? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Okay, Edwards is definitely my rookie of the year. Um, just because he's been healthy all year, doesn't that count for anything? Being healthy the whole season. It does. It does. I think it counts less for rookie of the year, but it does count. But yeah. I still have Lamelo coming back. Honestly, I mean, Matthew, if if I had to say like who would have a better career, I would say Melo. But in terms mm-hmm. of like the season and who's been more durable, it's that man. It's not a question. Yeah. So. Again, I'm not. I'm. I'm not mad at it. It's. It's going to come down to those two. I, I personally think Lamelo's going to take it just because, you know, v- voters see the highlights and yep. they, they, they'll look at the advanced numbers so they think Lamelo um, is, is better yeah. than Edwards in. And then I might throw that Halliburton. Not much Halliburton. to... Yep, he to was this. in my top three. I, yeah, I, I don't think there's there's anyone else. Um, maybe Jay Sean Tate. Ooh, oh, from the Houston Rock? I like Jason, man. Yeah, he's been playing well. He, he rose to the occasion Wait, for sure. Wait, you say Houston's playing well? Is that what you said? Come on, bro. Said he's been playing well. He oh, rose he, to the occasion. Okay, the team no, is no, no. dog shit. <laughs> no, no. But his field goal percentage is great for a guard. I mean, mm-hmm. he's doing great. He's, he's going he's to have, a, I think, a long career in the NBA. Um, coach of the year. Ooh, okay. So I have a, I have two, uh, but I'm going to pick one after this. Yep. Uh, do you want to guess... Who mine is? Tips. No. Monty Williams. He is a runner-up. Yes, Monty Williams and Doc Rivers. Okay. This was tough. I was thinking Tips, just because Knicks and playoffs. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um. I think in terms of what Monty Williams has done with this team as a whole, um, unlocking Devin Booker. Devin Booker has always been a guard who's a guy who scores first. And puts his numbers first, but this year, the, for the first time, I've seen the growth, um, and, and he, with the team success, um, his system has won up. Um, he's not a hog anymore, and that's what made me think that it was definitely the coach's influence. Um, and Matthew, once again, second in the West. I mean, when he's getting double teamed, he's learned to pass it. And he's I think, uh, he's not I think Joe double-teamed. Kim Noah taught him that one Thank in you. the offseason. <laughs> That's that's true, um, but my runner-up was going to be Doc Rivers um, for being number one, um, but I, I think I'd go with uh, Monty Williams for um, Coach of the Year. I have Monty Williams. I think just the he the development of the team. I know everyone's going to say it's Chris Paul who did it, but I think he played a big part. I love Monty Williams personally. I think he's got he's gone through a lot and he's come oh out God, yeah. as a better as a better man as a as a better leader. I think overall in his last few years, and I think. He, he, he deserves, I mean, it was between him and Tibbs. Mm-hmm. Tibbs did an, did an amazing job 
I just, like you said from the beginning, right? Phoenix being a second seed is shocking it's at shocking. the end of the day. Yep, it's mind-blowing for sure. And, and it's a flip of the coin. I, I wouldn't be mad either one winning it. People forget, though, that Chris Paul and Manu Williams, you know, had some history back in, in, in on the Hornets. People forget that that happened. Did they? Chris Paul, rookie season, bro, that he was coached by uh, Manu Williams. I did not know that. I don't remember that at all. I remember the team. I don't remember Monty Williams. He was coaching on coaching staff. He was. Wow. With David West, Tyson Chandler. Yeah, that same crew. Uh, Quincy right. Pondexter and all those guys. That, that That's a deep take. <laughs> and there's a reason why I left the sixth man of the year for last. Uh, Who is your sixth man of the year? All right. So my sixth man of the year, it is going to my boy Jordan Clarkson. Of the Utah mm-hmm. Jazz. Uh, there are too many times where I watch Utah games and this guy's giving me a 40 ball off the freaking bench. Okay? He's averaging 18, 4, and 2 um, off the bench. I think second leading scorer, right, for the he Jazz? He is the second leading scorer coming off the bench. I repeat, coming off, well, pause, coming off the bench. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think what Jordan Clarkson is that once, like, he was one of those guys who was with Julius Randle on the Lakers squad back in 2014-2015 and who has found their place in the league and knows what to do. He's a hog. Don't get me wrong. He gets his shots up. But my God. But, he, but he's, he plays outside of the system for a reason, right? Yeah, Schneider, yeah. Snyder tells Schneider. everyone, you know, play a pick and roll, do this, do that. He tells Clarkson just go get buckets. He has the ultimate green light. Do whatever you want to do. And he just scores, right? The reason why I actually said save this one for last, I have Derrick Rose, and I know Clark's oh, gonna win it. Wow. But just for okay. just for watching what he's done to the Knicks, the reason I he's not gonna win it is because he wasn't there all year. I think if Derrick Rose started the way he did when he got traded, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a discussion. I think he's done incredible, uh, ending every game as their closer, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I just love the comeback story. I think he played for the Knicks. Before, Before did he, he, did, he did two years ago. He did, and they, they sent him again. Jeez, man, it feels like it's been a decade since the kid cried when Porzingis got man, drafted for oh, the Knicks. Oh man, <laughs> they've had a long, a long disappointing uh, few yeah. years. Yeah, and and with Derrick Rose's story, um, just growing up, he did steal one of my guys' MVPs though back in 2011. So I won't. <laughs> that. That's true. Um, LeBron's MVP because he left uh, Cleveland. Fuck you, Rose. Um, but his story, uh, you know, with the the whole injury. Being out there on the court late in the game, being up eight or ten points and having an injury and then your injury goes downhill and your career was on the upside and kind of hard to get back. and uh, It's a very emotional for his story, man. And when you, when you see him succeed in a role like that, you got to tip your hats to the to the coach and to him for keeping, um, keeping at it. And now moving along to our last topic of the day and our first podcast, we're going to talk the play-in tournament. I think the official first one, last year's bubble, was an introduction, Mm -hmm. and this year is the real deal. Yep. So tomorrow, starting off with Charlotte, Indiana, Mm. Boston versus Washington, and then the next day is the Memphis and the Spurs matchup, and at 10, a little late, but the Dubs and the Lakers, I think 10 is... Perfect timing for you. It's your prime time Amen. considering you stay up till 5 a.m. playing 2K nowadays. <laughs> COVID turns into a zombie, man. Hey, man, I miss at home playing 2K all day, bro. You know, man. You know <laughs> so me, let's bro. go back, though. Let's go back to the Charlotte, Indiana. So yeah. does Charlotte have a chance here to win two? Um, you know my ties with Charlotte, and I know 
I think everybody knows, as much as you want Charlotte to go far in the playoffs, they ain't beaten Pacers twice. No. Um, just because I think they're a young team. I feel if LaMelo was healthy the whole season, they wouldn't be in a situation like this, but obviously due to injury. I think if Gordon Hayward was healthy, their best player, they'd have. Uh, that, I think that, that is questionable. Tie, in my opinion. Questionable. I'm not a fan of him. Questionable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they will not win two games out of, out of, out of three. I just think the... The the two man game. If Brogdon and Sabonis are healthy, I think health is the biggest factor. If if the Indiana Pacers who are on the court, because mm-hmm. we know Miles Turner's out, yep. TJ Warren's always been out. TJ, but yep. if the, the their main big three of Lavert, Sabonis, and a Brogdon are healthy, I I don't see them. I don't see Charlotte stopping them. It's not gonna happen. Um, also, TJ McConnell, who's second in the league in steals, like yeah, this guy. They a, a yeah, they have a deep bench. He's on a contract here. He will get paid this summer for sure, hundred percent. I feel like six of the Holiday brothers are also in Indiana somewhere. Bro, all of them live there, bro. All of them find a way in Indiana somehow, bro. I don't, I don't know how that works, bro. The GM ties with them, man. <laughs> but I think they're the both organizations, in my opinion, are going opposite way. Indiana, with all the turmoil they've had, their yep. coach disgruntled with uh, Sabonis and with Brogdon, uh, micromanaging the team. I just think they're on the downswing. Well, Charlotte, they have such a young core. Lamelo, I hey, mean, and they have the course. best broadcaster. <laughs> In the league. Oh, speaking of broadcasters, shout out to Marv Albert. Hey, that's retiring, my guy. Retiring, yeah, retiring man. This year, legend, legend. TNT will up. not be the same. Will not be the same. Man. Kevin Harlan was the guy, man. Oh my God, shout out to him, man. You're talking about Mark. Oh, wait, Marv Albert. Yes, sir. Yes, Mar- Marv Albert is uh, James with the N one. Yes, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Put the clip, put the clip in. Hey, put that clip in. I, for I me. got you. I got you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so moving along to Boston, Washington. Yes, sir. Uh, in my opinion, the series relies on Beal's health. <sighs> Did you see his hamstring yesterday? Did, Did, not, Did not look, look good. good. Did not look good at all. Um, that Marcus Smart can take him right out of the series. <sighs> it's hard because obviously the eight needs to beat seven twice. I don't see. I see them winning one game. I do see them winning the first game, obviously, because you have to. It's gonna be a lot of Russell Westbrook. Uh, I what's predict his stat line? What do you what do you think he, he gets? Ooh. I, I see go, twenty-eight. I mean, 28, I, see, 11, I see twenty twenty-three. You know, twelve and fourteen. Okay, and what's the field goal percentage? Thirty-two <laughs> percent. That's the question. I think that's what really matters, right? If he's efficient yeah. and he's able to, to to find the right people, and if Bertans can make a shot, I mean, he's yeah. been so inconsistent. It, the thing with Boston, also, two teams have been inconsistent. One's been on the rise, one's been on the fall. Mm. Uh, I just think it comes down to Bradley Beal. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Moving along to the Spurs and the Memphis matchup, I, I think casual NBA fans will not watch this game. I think it might be one of the better ones, to be honest, in terms of competitiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Greg Popovich. You can never count out the best coach in NBA history, arguably. Where do you see this series going? I, I do think we're going to see John Morant in his first playoff. Um Wow. Which, which, he, which he needs. Um, just because the Spurs are well coached, obviously, by Greg Popovich. That being said, I don't take over that, that series, and I think they would be okay. At the first game. I don't think anyone wants to see the Spurs I, move, I, move up anyway. Yeah, no one wants to, want to see that, bro. Tell you that. <laughs> For the largest, or I guess the best matchup, yes, sir. the Warriors and the Lakers. Steph Curry, LeBron James. Yes, sir. That's what we do. 
Someone call a sweep. I, I don't see the Warriors winning. What? Not one game? I don't see them winning one game. I think Lakers are going to take the first one and move on. As much as I am uh, a Warriors stand, <laughs> if if uh, AD and LeBron are healthy, the one thing, did you see LeBron limping back I, to Tommy I yesterday? did. I did. That is concerning. He'll be is, fine. Right? He'll be okay. It's playoff time. All injury doesn't matter no more. It's time to. LeBron likes a feel out game, though. Can he afford one with the Warriors? Can he, can he afford one? A feel out game? Yeah, with the Warriors. Can you can you go down 0-1? Oh, I mean, that, oh, yeah. LeBron can get 10 points if I like her. He'd be fine. They'll still win the game. Okay, so if, you still have them taking the first game and moving on right along. If, right? if I was Lakers, I'll just bench LeBron, honestly. And then... Um, <laughs> okay, now I'm you're... A, I'm a, I wish I was joking. I wish I was joking. I would bench LeBron and AD take us home. And then he gets extra rest for LeBron James for the... I don't think you're discounting how good Draylon Green has been for that team. No, I just think he's dog shit. That's all it is. Right? He... <laughs> Like and I, that wraps up our first episode. Ains, <laughs> take us home. Hey guys, thank you for uh, for obviously uh, tuning in. Um, obviously, this is the beginning of something definitely very new. Matthew, obviously a pleasure to work with you, brother. Um, it's a journey, not the destination that counts, it's, right? It's a journey. <laughs> we're gonna get better. I mean, a lot of stutters, a lot of uh, hiccups, but yes, we had fun. Do we not? Fun. We have fun. This is what we do. Listen, Matthew and I do this all the time. We study basketball, we talk it for hours, and this is what we're here for. And we hope that you guys will love the content and share it. And hopefully you guys will uh, you can see if some of your opinions will be on the show sometimes too. So we'll have some questionnaires and stuff. I'll put a bunch, a bunch of polls and stuff on Instagram. So the page is definitely very engaging. But until then, we will see you guys later. And we are out. Tune in every Monday and Thursday. Peace. There you go.